It's Labor Day weekend 2023. Do you know which conference your school is in? Bob Rathman bidding you welcome to the podcast. And yes, another earthquake in college athletics, this time the ACC, expanding by three clubs this past Friday as they welcome in California, Stanford, and SMU. This is a conference now that will stretch from sea to shining sea. Boston, Massachusetts, all the way to Berkeley and Palo Alto, California. And the SMU Mustangs will now be a part of ACC territory. Incredible. And we'll check in with Chuck Cooperstein down in Dallas about the effect on SMU and basketball in the great state of Texas. That's all coming up in just a moment. Our Jersey Mike's news and notes and just a couple of scheduling notes for you as we get ready for the holiday weekend. Two more games have been added for the Maui relief efforts. Tennessee will go to Michigan State on October the 29th. And SMU, speaking of the Mustangs, they will head to Hawaii and play a game against the Rainbow Warriors also that weekend as the exhibition games are placed to raise money for those Maui relief efforts. The Atlantic Coast Conference adding three schools, including SMU. We'll speak with the longtime voice of now the Dallas Mavericks, but also of college sports on Westwood One, Chuck Cooperstein, when we come back after this from Jersey Mike's. Once you get the meat and cheese for your sub freshly sliced right in front of you at Jersey Mike's, I'll tell you, there's no going back to anything else. That'd be like going back to dial-up internet. Am I connecting to space to order Jersey Mike's? Any day now. Okay, it's about to connect. What? Who picked up the phone? Nope. There's no going back once you see it freshly sliced at Jersey Mike's. A sub above. A pleasure to welcome to the podcast this week one of our very best play-by-play guys who can do anything, anywhere, anytime. It's Chuck Cooperstein from Dallas. Now the longtime radio voice of the Dallas Mavericks, but many college fans know your work, of course, Coop, as the voice of Westwood One Sports for college football and basketball. And, of course, in Dallas, you are the man. So we wanted to, to get in touch and talk about SMU. But first and foremost, how's your summer going? How you doing? Summer's been great. It's been long. Uh, it's amazing what happens when you don't make the playoffs, how long it is. Yes. But, but, uh, but, but I will say it's, uh, it's allowed me to work on my golf, and my golf has been uh, much better this year than it's been in the past. I took a great trip to Bandon Dunes a couple weeks ago, and uh, that was kind of that was the capper of the summer, and I'm ready to get back and go do this. Talk about fortuitous timing. We set up our call to chat about the possibility of SMU joining the Atlantic Coast Conference uh, earlier in the week. And lo and behold, we wake up on Friday morning, and it's a done deal. Coop, we want to ask you, uh, for our Naismith followers here on the podcast, the reaction, first and foremost, in Dallas this morning about the news. Well, you know, in the SMU community, obviously it's huge. I mean, it's it's the end of a 36-year nightmare. Um, I do find a, a certain sense of irony that uh, they bought their bought their way into the ACC by – uh, with uh, by uh, not taking on any of the uh, of the payments or anything like that for nine years, uh, and of course it was uh, they're buying players in the 80s that got themselves into trouble in the first place. So I do think there is some irony there. Uh, you know, in, in the the SMU community I think is 
um, is very much behind it. Uh, and I think is, is obviously going to love it. But you have to understand, Bob, that it, uh, SMU does not have a whole lot of influence in Dallas. Uh, if if uh, there is a college influence in this area, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, it's Texas and A&M and Tech and Baylor, uh, but really Texas and A&M. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know – Ultimately, what it means for the ACC as far as expanding its footprint, you know, does it mean that, uh, you know, Texas players are going to now, you know, be recruited by Georgia Tech and uh, by North Carolina? I mean, obviously, Florida State and Clemson have recruited at the, at the very top. Uh, but, you know, but does that mean, you know, the, that Dallas, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area and Texas in general is, is now open for ACC recruiting? And, you know, and conversely, uh, you know, say on a, from a basketball standpoint, um, you know, are, 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 is SMU with Rob Lanier coaching them going to be able to recruit at a higher level because you know, you're going to be playing the likes of Duke and Carolina? Well, you mentioned Coach Lanier. We're very familiar with him from his stint at Georgia State and longtime assistant to Rick Barnes at Tennessee. But he's trying to rebuild a program. Uh, that won very few games last year. And with all due respect, Coop, it is a program that doesn't have a ton of NCAA tournament history. Uh, are they in a little over their heads getting into the ACC? I mean, they could be. They very well could be. And now, again, you know, Rob also was with Billy Donovan at Florida, you know, when uh, at the, the height of, uh, of Florida's powers uh, in basketball. Uh, I mean, he's, he's certainly been around the block. I mean, he knows what is cap is capable and uh, is possible, but the only time really in the last 35 years or so that SMU was um, was legitimate in basketball, where people were really paying attention to them, was when Larry Brown was coaching them. When Larry Brown came in and they redid Moody Coliseum, and it became an event. It became the place to be. But uh, when Larry left and uh, his longtime assistant, Tim Jankovic, took over and had a couple of good years, but it went down. And, uh, you know, Rob's, uh, you know, Rob had a hard time um, uh, this last year. And but let's face it, in basketball, Bob, as we know, uh, much more so even than in football, the transfer portal changes everything. And, you know, now if you can you can sell playing uh, Duke and Carolina and Virginia, uh, as opposed to, you know, I mean, obviously you had Houston and the, uh, the American, but uh, really there were no other big names uh, in, the, in the American to sell. If, you, if you're selling the idea of Duke and Carolina coming in here, you know, every year, one or the other, uh, then I, I think maybe people get a little more excited about uh, coming to games and uh, maybe it allows uh, Rob to get a shot in the arm to be able to recruit a little bit better than, uh, than SMU's recruited in the last few years. Now, I know they're in a different league, but what has been the reaction over in Fort Worth at TCU of this happening? Um, I think for the fan base, they're, they're pretty dismissive. You know, they, they uh, basically, well, they basically, they did announce that after 2025, the, the Iron Skillet game was not going to be played. Uh, primarily because they say they want to play, you know, seven or eight, or at least or eight home games a year. And, you know, look, and the way I look at it, you know, you've got a really nice program at TCU, and it's been built up. Gary Patterson did an amazing job to build it, and Sonny Dykes took it to a level that had, it had never achieved uh, last year. But uh, you know what? You're not Georgia, and you're not Alabama, uh, and you're not Ohio State. Uh, you know, it, it, it's really quite arrogant, and, and it's ironic that they wound up canceling the series 
once SMU started getting better in football. Um, and, uh, you know, SMU, uh, won, uh, in 21 and 22, uh, 20 and 21, uh, lost in 22, but, uh, SMU uh, recruited a lot better. Sonny Dykes was responsible for a lot of that. Uh, Rhett Lashley was his offensive coordinator, um, and before he went to Miami and then came back to be the SMU head coach. And, you know, uh, it's funny, uh, SMU football, in a lot of ways, is like St. John's basketball back in the day, when all the, the, the city kids, would, they would go out and go look for something else and then realize, you know, the grass wasn't necessarily greener on the other side, and then they would come back and, and come in, uh, you know, back to their hometown to play. And, uh, and Rhett's done a lot of that. Sonny did a lot of that and was very successful at doing that. Um, and I think that, you know, TCU feels like they've moved on to a different plane. And so I don't think they're terribly worried about SNU anymore. Um, you know, I, I just I think it's kind of unfortunate, but I think that's how they feel right now. Coop, you have been calling college athletics for a very long time. We have seen over these last three summers seismic shifts in the college landscape. What is your feeling about what's happening right now? Because conference realignment has changed the dynamic so so incredibly. Uh, that a lot of us, like me, are having a hard time getting my arms around this. What say you? Uh, what say you? Uh, I, I think we all are. Uh, all of us of a certain age are. I mean, we we've had you know realignment and, and uh, contraction of such. You know, going back to the end of the Southwest Conference in 1994. Um, you know, when uh, when when the Big 12 ultimately was formed, and uh, and and Texas, uh, along with Texas Tech. Uh, and Baylor, you know, all all went to the Big 12, uh, and you know, you 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 had the Big East, you know, come in and then be taken over by the ACC, right? With the with the when Big East football uh, went away, and uh, Boston College, Virginia Tech, and Miami, you know, went to the ACC. It's all being done in the name of football, and I guess on some level I can understand that, but uh, I think there is there's been tremendous damage that's been done uh, to everybody outside of football, you know, primarily because in, in football, the travel really doesn't matter. You know, football, you're, you're traveling once a week. That's it. You know, and you're playing one game a week as opposed to every other sport that's playing a whole lot. But, uh, you know, to me, um, you know, I, I, I went to the university of Florida. I grew up in New York, but I wanted to be a part of something bigger and and the southeastern conference for me was was that and i i wanted to go to a place where where i did have a football and a basketball team to root for uh and that the rivalries were real and rivalries are a huge part of college sports and you know bob really uh, i mean it's probably it's true everywhere but it's really true here in texas you know where you have so many division 1 programs you know playing uh playing against the, each other and have had history with each other and so much of that history has been torn apart uh you know i guess fortunately because texas is moving into the sec that we're going to get texas and texas a&m again I mean, but those teams should always be playing and the, the idea that uh, you know tcu and smu won't play or that you won't have the civil war between oregon and oregon state or the apple cup between washington and washington state i mean those there's no reason that those games can't be played but everybody, it's going to be like uh, like boxing and track and field where they're going to all find reasons to not play each other. And that's bad for the sport, and it's bad for the industry. I did read this morning that part of this expansion of the ACC is going to make Dallas 
slash SMU, sort of a hub, if you will, for, uh, I guess, Olympic sports, that there would be a meeting in, in, in the middle of the country of Dallas from Syracuse to Dallas is the middle of the country. Um, you're, you're going to have uh, sort of a, um, a centralized location, so you don't have the coast-to-coast travel, but you know, last time I checked, Boston to Dallas is a pretty good. Pretty good. It's a four-hour flight, as you know. It's a four-hour. It's a four-hour flight. It's a three and a half-hour flight from the Bay Area. You know, so yeah, it's 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 the middle of the country as it relates to the ACC. Uh, but you know, it's still two and a half to three hours of travel for a lot of the schools in the ACC. So I mean, you know, it's it's no bargain. It, it it really isn't. I mean, and even if it's a hub, I mean, are, are the, I can see playing your uh, your conference championships in the uh, non-revenue sports in the Olympic sports in Dallas if you want to do something like that. You know, but at the same time, uh, you know, are you going to do that? You can't do that all year long, right? You can't you can't have a dual match between uh, NC State. And uh, and North Carolina and play it in Dallas. You're not going to do that. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, I mean, I, I would imagine from a conference championship standpoint, maybe that's true. But uh, in the end, you know, there are, there are a lot of conference offices here in Dallas. You've got the Big Twelve offices here. The American is here. Conference USA is here. Um, you know, I don't know if the ACC is going to put up a satellite branch here or not. But uh, you know the, the, the hey, they just uh, moved to Charlotte, <laughs> right? The, the uh, uh, football foundation, uh, National Football Foundation, is based in Dallas. I mean, so the, I mean, there's a lot going on in college football uh, that's based in Dallas. But ironically enough, uh, the Cowboys so dominate the proceedings uh, from a media standpoint uh, that the colleges really don't get as much attention as they should. It's it's not like Atlanta. It's not even close to what Atlanta is. Let me ask you about Big 12 basketball because we have watched uh, just superior in-conference uh, action in this league uh, like there's really never been uh, in the history of that league. It's always been good, but from top to bottom, I think as good a conference for college hoops as there is um, – What's the feeling in, in Texas and in the Southwest about the Big 12, its expansion, and what it means for college basketball coming up this year? I think they're more excited about the football, really, than they, they are for the basketball, only because the, the basketball, as you say, the, you know, the last five years, I mean, it's, it's been amazing. I mean, every, it seems like every game you know, feels like an NCAA game. You know, talk about winning. If you win on the road in the Big, in the Big 12, you have earned it. You have really earned it. Uh, and, and then you bring, you bring Arizona into the league. You know, Colorado is going to be good this year. Um, you know, Arizona State is uh, – Bobby Hurley's got a good program there too. But, it, but the Big 12 was perfection for basketball because it led to a full round robin, 18 games, home and away for everybody, and you had a legitimate – regular season champion and now you know you go to 14 teams and you know you're bringing houston into the league which obviously is really good um you, you know you're losing texas uh which is which is a, a loss but i get it's it's probably a, a, a net zero when when all is said and done um but it's still going to be an odd number of games i mean or even if you go to 20 conference games it, you're still not playing everybody home and home and so 
uh, I think from that standpoint, because the league has been so good uh, and has been so well-balanced, that people are, are a little disappointed uh, from the basketball standpoint that they won't be able to continue that, even though we know, I mean, look, when Arizona plays at the Allen Fieldhouse, that's going to be something. And when when Baylor goes to play at the McHale Center, that's going to be something. It's going to be special. And and just about all those buildings in the uh, in the Big Twelve are right now. So it's why we say. I mean, you you win on the road in that league, you've really earned it. Coop, you are the man. You are the Thanks, man. Sir. So good to catch up with you. Always, always a pleasure, my friend. It's just around the cor- it's just around the corner for all of us. I know, and uh, we're so excited for the new basketball season. And thank you so much for the insights. It really, it really worked out great uh, to have you on this week on the day of the SMU announcement into the ACC. So, Coop, thanks so much, and take care. Always a pleasure, Bobby. Thanks so much. That's it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you again as we turn the calendar into September full time. And that means we are one more day closer to the start of practice in the new season. Until then, Bob Rathbun from all of us in Atlanta saying so long.